0: Greetings. This is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a a biblical biblical context. context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, back better than ever, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about I am the salt of the earth. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and something to write with and take some notes today as I have some really great things to share with you. As always, we take a Bible verse, and I want to look at Matthew chapter 5. We're going to start here, just one verse, verse number 13, Matthew chapter 5, and we're going to start here at verse number 13. Notice what it says. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trotted under the foot of men. That's the King James Version. Now, let's look at the Amplified. This really gives me some excitement here, just straight to the point. Notice what it says. You are, makes it personal, the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, in other words, its strength and its quality, how can it be saltiness be restored? It is not good for anything any longer, but to be thrown out and trotted under the foot of men. This verse of scripture to me is powerful. And when I was a much younger man, we would go out and do evangelism and try to win some people to Christ and My elders used to always say to me, remember who you are, you are the salt of the earth. And back then, I really didn't fully understand what they were saying. But man, do I really get it now? Because the culture, in my opinion, is speaking to the church instead of the church speaking to the culture. And we got to remember who we are. We are so forgetful when it comes to the things that God says that we are. And you have to be willing to be different. And again, the culture is telling us this, is telling us that, is telling us how to dress, is telling us how to think, is telling us what to do, where to go, who to connect with. But we got to understand that we come from God. And because we come from God, we have a kingdom assignment to the earth. And remember, I've always said, I am is divine principle, is divine law, is divine mind. Because whatever I am says, we are that right now, not later, not in the sweet by and by, not when we go to heaven. We are that right now. I am the salt of the earth. And we know that salt in the natural, the preserving power, we know that it has the ability to enhance, making dishes and meals taste better than what they would. It brings out the quality of something. As soon as salt hits it, something happens to that meat. Something happens to those potatoes. Something happens to those green beans. Something happens to those broccoli wherever salt is added, that flavor is going to come out and cause that meal to be delicious and better than it was. And this text says that if we lose our influence, we are good for nothing. Has the church lost its influence? Has young people lost? lost their drive and edge for the things of God? Would they rather just be like the world, be like their favorite entertainer, actor, rap star, whatever what have you, YouTube sensationalist? What are we doing? We gotta remember again, That if we don't do what God says to do, we are literally going to lose this world that we live in. We need to get our fire back. We need to get our passion back. We need to get our assignment back for the things of God and we need to know by which we come from. And so again, I don't want us to lose the flavor of what God has given us. You have the word of the Lord in your mouth. You have the kingdom agenda in your mentality and this has to be a mentality that everywhere we go, even if you think people don't want to listen to your message, it's something about when you are different We're not better than anyone, but it's something about the message that we carry. And rejection is huge. I was talking to one of my spiritual sons and I was saying to him that, man, people really have a problem with being rejected. And I think that's one of the number one reasons why we don't share our faith. It's something about this word, no, that gets us depressed. That gets us afraid. We start backpedaling. We start saying, well, I tried. And if you ask them how many times you tried, only tried three times, that's not enough. Remember, I always tell people, this is not the first time you've ever heard the word no. You know how many times I heard the word no in my parents' home? Can I have this? No. Can I have that? No. I mean, I've heard that word before, but it still didn't stop me from asking for that bike, those roller skates, the newest jeans, the newest pair of shoes. I was relentless in the things that I wanted. You got to be relentless when it comes to the things of God. And remember, get your pride out of the way. That's one of the things that stops us from being the salt of the earth too, because we think this has to do with us and how we look and how we sound and different things like that. That's a form of pride. We got to be humble and we got to understand I'm doing this for them. I want to see them say transformed, renewed by the power of God. If you know that God has done something in your life and you are unwilling to share it, you are prideful. I'm going to say that again. If you are unwilling to share because someone told you, no, you were laughed at, you were mocked, you were scorned, they called you stupid or name called, whatever the case may be, that's a form of pride to say, I'm not going to do it again based on my experience the last time. Again, this has nothing to do with you we are on the battlefield for our Lord. And we need our young people to really remember this, because a lot of the old saints are dying out. They're dying off in the natural. That's a normal thing. But the torch has been passed to you. And I will say, We have not always done the greatest job of passing the torch, but we've got to remember that whatever torch you've been passed by a senior statesman, by a grandmother, a grandfather, an elder in the church that has discipled you and told you who you are, remember, that's all a part of it. They didn't like the message of Christ we're carrying. They're not going to like us. That's just a fact. But it doesn't matter because I'm going to continue to share the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God. That's what it is. It's the power of God to get men saved, set free, and delivered. The Apostle Paul said it's through the foolishness of preaching. It is. The things that we're saying as we are spirit led has the ability and the power to do some really magnanimous things in the life of those that we are ministering to. And so I want us to get our flavor back. I want us to get our power back because I don't want to be thrown out, trotted under the foot of men because we have literally lost our saltiness. You got to stay salty, man. Stay salty and don't worry about the results. Leave the results up to God. You just continue to do the work. Listen, I want to give you five things that we need to do in order for God to get the glory out of our lives as it relates to this point of I am the salt of the earth. Number one, loyalty. We need to be loyal. That's what the salt of the earth is all about. We're loyal to Christ. We're loyal. We have an allegiance and we have a support system that says no matter what comes or goes, I'm never gonna leave God. I know what he's done in my life. We got too many people Walking away from God, walking away from church, walking away from the house of God. I'm telling you, man, it just really irks me right now because this is prime time. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. We are still, I mean, COVID system things are still coming back. Symptoms are coming back. People are putting their mask on again. That means fear is running rampant again. People are wondering, will this ever be over? Our message is so important now. And we need people that will be loyal to the cause of Christ. And when Jesus dropped his spirit on the inside of us, I'm telling you, that's a loyalty he gave us. If you weren't loyal before the cause of Christ, I'm telling you, the spirit of Christ will cause you to be loyal. We got to remember again, our allegiance is to the King of Kings, And the Lord of Lords, notice what John chapter number eight says, verse number 29. And he that sent me is with me. I like that. He that sent me is with me. The father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. That's loyalty, that's support, that's allegiance that when I'm out here in the culture, as I'm out here in the marketplace, as I'm out here sharing my faith, you got to know that the Lord is with you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You should never feel like you're by yourself and you got the spirit of Christ living on the inside. And Jesus said, I always do those things. Always. I always do those things that please him. Can you say that? If you cannot say that, we've got to get that back in our heart again and ask the Lord, Father, take the scales from my eyes. Help me in a great way that I can understand and know what I have in you, that you are with me right as I'm ministering to my friends. You're with me. When I'm at my job and there's an opportunity for me to pray for somebody, for deliverance, for them to see the healing power of God, you are with me. When someone on my job or someone in my family that's not saved, help me to understand I don't need to be afraid. You are with me. That's one thing that they told me. Hey man, God is in you and He lives inside and He's there. You just have to be aware. That's the thing that we don't understand. Many times we're just not aware that God is with us because the enemy sends out his forces. Again, this thing called rejection, when someone tells us, no, we just fall apart like a $2 suit. We just fall apart like a cheap tent. And we don't understand that this is prime opportunity. And we have to remember that the power of God lives on the inside of us. Number two, durability. That's one thing I love about sports is that the great ones, the great athletes, they're durable. And there's a word in durability. It's called ability, that we have the ability given by God to be durable. And here's what that means. It's the ability to withstand wear, pressure, or damage. When you are durable, you have the ability to withstand anything because greater is He. That lives in you than he that lives in the world. And so as we are salty, as we are the salt of the earth, we've got durability. We're not going to wear out because where we come from, we come from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We can withstand pressure. We can withstand rejection we can withstand any kind of mocking and scorning. We can withstand it because what we have on the inside of us is so strong. It's so great. This again is not about you. This is about God and the souls that we have to reach. Notice where Romans chapter eight, verse 11, I'm telling you, I really love this verse. It says, but if the spirit of him, That raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I love this. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. I want you to think about that, man. Do you know that the same resurrection power? That raised Jesus from the dead. And he prophesied it. He said he was coming back. Jesus said that. He said, Listen, you bury me, I'm coming back. If you said that to someone, they'd laugh at you. But Jesus proved that he had the power of God living on the inside of him. And then has the nerve to say this that you got the same spirit, resurrection power living on the inside of you. If this is true, and it is, because it's God's word, then why do we stay down? Why do we stay stay discouraged? Why do we stay depressed? Why do we stay in a situation that we feel like is impossible? Not when you have the same spirit of Christ that lives inside of you. Again, I don't know that we're aware of this, And you cannot have faith for something that you haven't heard. And maybe you just haven't heard this scripture before. Or if you have, you haven't meditated on it. You can't read something one time and then have it. You must. This is a priority. You must meditate on the word day and night Night and day, it's got to be your breakfast, lunch and dinner. You got to get this inside of you and you got to see this word, this resurrection power rising up in your spirit. And so when, again, you go out in the marketplace and you know that you're the salt of the earth, you know that there's no situation that you will be presented with that you can't get up from or someone else can't get up from because the words of Christ that we have living inside of us, Peter said to the man that was at the gate called Beautiful, he said, such as I have, give I unto thee. He told the man, get up. This is what I have. I've got resurrection power. I have the ability to speak a word to your life and cause you to get up. And the man did. He didn't lay there another week another day, another month, he responded to the word of faith. And because we are durable, because we have what it takes, because we are one of the great ones, because we come from the greatest ever, who never lost a battle, who never lost a case. There is no failure in God. You and I are durable. So we need to act like it and know it and walk in that resurrection power. Anywhere where there's death and decay, anywhere where there's hopelessness, anywhere where there's tears, fears, whatever the case may be, when we get in that situation, we can speak life To it. And Jesus said that the words that I speak are spirit and they are light. These are not just mere words. These are not just natural things. God's word has power to get you up and to get others up around you. Number three, fidelity. I don't know if you've ever heard of that word, fidelity. That's what being salty is all about. Here's what that means faithfulness to a person, cause, or belief. We need to have some fidelity in our life. We need to be faithful to the person of Christ for this cause and his beliefs. These are things we are so quick to walk away from because the world has birthed in many people that if things don't work, you can get out. If things don't plan out the way that you thought they would, you can just leave. No, I'm not leaving God. He's been too good. I'm going to be faithful to others may fall away and they are others may lose their calls for which they've been called to, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have a stick to a husper inside of me that I'm going to run my race. I'm going to stay the course. The Lord never said it was going to be easy, but he said, I'm going to be with you. And I said that before, I'm going to say it to you again. God said, I'm going to be with you. Don't worry about that. You just stay the course. We need a fidelity in our life. The body of Christ needs a fidelity in their life that we can stay faithful and committed. Come rain, snow, it doesn't matter. You wake up in the morning. You say, God, I thank you for a new day. I'm going to stay faithful to you because you were faithful to me. And faithfulness, last time I checked, is a condition of the heart. Notice what Luke chapter 16, verse number 12 says. And if ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give that to you that is your own? I'm going to read that to you again. And if ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give to you? That which is your own. If you have not been faithful in something that someone else has given to you, then how are you going to be faithful to something that you got? And many people, they start out in business and they say, well, you know, man, when I start out in business, I'm going to be on time. I'm going to open up the doors on time. I'm going to do this, that, and the other. But I'm going to tell you something that's not true. It's really not. If you've not been faithful in something that somebody else gave you, if you got the key to another man's business and you're late opening up their business, You actually think you're going to be on time opening up your own? That's not true. We've been deceived in thinking that when we get our own, we're going to do much better than what we did working for somebody else. No, you got muscle memory. And trust me, if you were late to your boss's work, you're going to be late to your own work. If you can't do what you're doing now for someone else, you can't do it for your own self. And so the thing of it is, we have to understand this thing within us, man, that causes us not to be faithful. You got to search that out. You got to ask the Holy Spirit to shine the light in your own heart and, and ask the right question and say, Lord, show me where I have failed. Show me why I can't stick to my words. Words mean something. You know, back in the day, I used to hear my grandparents say, you know, a handshake was good enough but now handshake, man, ain't good enough. Because you know, most of the time, the people that tell you they're going to do something, they got no fidelity in their life. They have no commitment to any cause. They're, They're not even committed to their own cause. They're only committed to their own cause until it falls apart. And then they build a bunch of excuses and say why it doesn't work. We cannot do those kinds of things if we are called by God. Number four, usefulness. And we know salt in the natural is useful, but we need to understand the spiritual salt that we carry is very useful. And notice what this means. Functional, practical, and adequate. In other words, You can get the job done. Know that you have enough to get the job done. When I started Word of Life Outreach Ministries about 16 years ago, I was telling God all the things that I needed. I need this, I need that, I need a musician, I need a keyboard, I need drums, I need this, because that's the stuff I saw. So I said, well, I can't start no church without all of these other ancillary things. And God says, no, all you need is my word. And that is useful enough to get the job done. If you got God's word living on the inside of you, living, moving, empowering you on the inside, that's all you need. Whatever God tell you to do, you got enough to get the job done. And the other things that you think you need, once you do what God told you to do, he will add that stuff. That's one of the things that I've learned over the years is stop telling God what I think I need, just do what He told me to do and all the other things will be added. Many times God is watching to see if we are going to just do what He said before He adds this or that or the other. You got enough, you're useful to the kingdom of God. If you are saved and you gave your life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, Again, he's placed all that you need on the inside. It's not an outside thing. This is an inside job. Notice what 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 8 says, For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they render you neither useless or unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love that verse of scripture. If these qualities are yours, you know, when you go to the store and you buy salt, they back it up. They got something on the back of it, tells you what it's used for, tell you what it is. It's useful. And if it goes past the expiration date, they take it off the shelf. They, they are not supposed to sell it to you. We got to remember that if these qualities are ours and they are increasing, that it's not going to render us useless We are not useless. We are useful. We are necessary. We are needed now more than ever in this ever dying world that's losing its mind. You wake up, you're waking up to so much nonsense and foolishness. It's it's amazing. You can go to bed and get up the next morning and something else has happened in our world. And here we are calling ourselves the salt of the earth, calling ourselves all of these things. And we feel like we have no power to get in to this culture and say what thus saith the Lord. Things are changing. Look at Roe v. versus Wade. Things are changing. God is giving the church a voice, a platform, an opportunity to speak the truth of God's word in power. And we've got to do it now. Because this is the opportunity that's been afforded to us. I want you to know that you are useful. You can function. You are practical. Salt in the natural does not seem like it's much of anything. But let me get all over you. Let me sprinkle a little bit of God's love, God's power, God's favor over your life. And watch the things that can just jump out and help you to become all that God has desired you to be. And lastly, number five, salt has value. In other words, the worth of something and its importance. It has value. I'm telling you, you have value to the king. And anything that he died for, he said is valuable. Think about that. All the people that's in your life that ever said this, that, and the other to you, did they die for you? I doubt it. They wouldn't die for you. They wouldn't die for their own selves. So, you know, they wouldn't die for you. But God says, I sent my best in the person of Jesus Christ to die for you, to show you how valuable you are. But you got to see it. I'm praying that God will show you your value to him. I'm not talking about to the world. Forget the world. I'm not even talking about to your family. Many times people have to die in our life to show us how valuable they were to us while they were alive. But I'm telling you, you don't need that to happen. You just need to know the value that you have and the value that others in your life have around you and treat them accordingly. Notice what the scripture says in Matthew 13, 46. And upon finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. I'm gonna say that to you again. And upon finding one pearl of great value, this is what he did. He went and sold all that he had and bought it. Do you know anybody that would do that? There are people in this world that do those kind of things. You know why? Because they've been searching and looking for this one thing. And when they find it, they don't need to go ask anyone about its value. They already. Know it, and they sell everything to buy that one pearl. That's how valuable that one pearl is. That one pearl is talking about you. You're that one pearl that God said, I'm gonna send my son. And if you were the only one on the planet, God said, I was going to send my son for you. That ought to tell you the value that you have. We just don't know how valuable we are again, because we live in this world system. We look at nice cars, Bentleys and Rolls Royces, and God says, you got more value than a car. Yeah, they're overselling these cars in many cases and many opportunities to try to swindle people or whatever the case may be. But the reality is your value is to the degree of what God was willing to pay for it. And he said, I'm willing to send my son and die because I want you to know how special you are to God. And again, in this passage, man, this pearl had great value. And the man said, I'm about to sell everything I have and get this pearl because it means that much to me. That's how much God says I really need you to stay in the race. I really need you to stay locked in. I really need you to understand that you are the salt of the earth. God says, without you, I can't get a work done. Think about that. Without you, we cannot share the gospel. Without you, no one can give their life to the Lord. Think it not strange that someone shared with you the message of Christ. That's how necessary that person was in my life that shared the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ with me. And I heard it and received him. Without that person, those persons who shared their faith with me, I would not be saved today. God always connects you to a soul that gave their life to God. And to God, you are useful. You are valuable And so remember that when you are out here in this world system, because they're not going to tell you you're valuable. People in the world, they just want to use you up until there's nothing left. God says, I preserved you for such a time as this. And what is more valuable than anything else is my relationship, God, that cannot be sold for any price. Because the reality is God wants relationship with you first before ministry. Don't ever forget that. It's relationship before ministry because I cannot share Christ if I don't know him. And We got too many people trying to share Christ, but they are not in a relationship with him. And so your relationship is number one. So every day that you get up, spend some valuable time with God in relationship. And when you know him, you can share him. When you know him is to love him and to love him is to serve him. And when you do these things, I guarantee you, and this list that I gave you is not exhaustive, but it's my list that I thought was important for you to understand that you are the salt of the earth. And remember that and get out there and do something great for God. But that's all that I wanted to share with you. I pray that these five things really were a blessing to you. And if it was, I want you to send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Do it today. Let me know that this show blessed you. As always, you can go to my website, thomasadeloach.com. There is a subscriber's box. Put your email in there and click the send button and I will send to you a free PDF, something that you can read and encourage you in your walk with God. And if you send me your email, I will monthly send you out a To Empower You newsletter that will encourage you and share my heart with you about some things that I think that are important and some other things that I would love for us to connect on. And finally, I am always in need of financial partners. Thank you for those that have partnered with me, but we're always in need of more financial partners so that we can continue to produce these shows and some other things. And one of the reasons why I have not produced other things is because financially, I just have not had the funds to do it, but I'm believing and trusting God that through you and others that will listen to this show, that God will touch your heart and give. So go back to that website, thomasadeloach.com and scroll down to almost the bottom of the screen and you'll see a donation tab there. No dollar amount is too big or too small and everything that you give goes for the production of this show and other things that I believe will empower you. I need you to do it today. Financially partner with me and let's do a work for God together. Listen, I'm always praying for you, believing God's best for you. I want you to know that you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And whatever you do, remember that and don't ever Forget it, because God says you are necessary to the cause of Christ. And until next time, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer request, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloge.com. And follow me on Instagram at thomasadeloach. And Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be Be empowered. empowered.